0: All right, I've said enough. Really, really, though, what I want to say about this guy is I love him. I love his heart. We have just, oh. <laughs> so <laughs> so you get, so would you please honor and welcome Nabil Elfar with me? Thank you. Thank you. No, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yes. Um, I'm a little bit I have something on my heart and I want to ask you I never tried this before yeah may I, may I preach without my shoes to, to, to try what I've seen yes <laughs> wow that's my first time ever <laughs> yeah so um thank you for uh giving me the chance to, to speak to you. And thank you for giving me a chance to try something new. Never tried it before. <laughs> um, there's something on my heart for the last six months. I cannot let go. I'm, I'm just dwelling on that day and night, day and night, and over and over and over. There's something unique about it. And I'm not a good preacher, and I'm not a good teacher, but I'll try to pass something to you out of my words. I know I break sometimes in English, so just be patient. Try to understand what I'm trying to pass. I do have an accent, and there are some words that I'm not able to say it in the right way. Um, and the thing is, too, God created us on his image. This is the thing that just, um, just taking me into a journey to understand the depth of what, what God is planning for us. Um, Then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that we may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. There's something about... Strange, about the ether that we use. That's between us. We use it for two things. We use it to breathe... And we use it to communicate. There is something strange. I'm a physics teacher. And sound travels by vibrations. And without this ether, without the air, you won't be able to hear me. And when God said he want to create us as his image, and he spoke it out. The word still exists in the ether, and there is a huge, powerful word that's coming alive day and night that we are transformed back to his image. It means so much for him that we are the only living creatures that, or living things that God said, I want you to look like me. I don't know if this means to look like him in ears and nose and mouth or looks like him with what's inside us and the authority and the glory that he wants to dwell within us. I have an amazing friend that lives in in, um, Lynchburg, Virginia. It's a small town. And he's a linguistic person. And he was telling me, while we were doing a path walk six months ago, he said, Nabil, do you know something? And I said, yes. He said, you're a physics teacher. I said, yes. I said, do you know that when God created the words?" He didn't bring a matter and made this matter things, galaxies and stars and trees and mountains and people. He didn't do that. He created everything from him and through him. So he said, Do you know that everything that's around us is alive because it's part of Him? The galaxies, the supernovas, everything that's around us is alive. Nothing is dead because everything is from Him. He's alive, God. He's real, He's so alive. So as we were walking, I was like grasping thing, and the wind was passing through my vo- through my body and through my face, and I just for a, for a moment I realized that this is him. We live inside him. We live by him. We live through him. He's everywhere. He's. His creation, scream out his glory. He's amazing, amazing, undescribable. That we can see him through the wind. Which you cannot see the wind. But we can see him through the wind. We can see him through the trees. We can see him through the rocks. Everything shout out with glory for him. I just want to say this and come to, to what, what, I'm, what I'm going to talk about. When, when the disciples were, were celebrating Jesus on the Palm Sunday, the Pharisees, they said, Stop your disciples. They're so noisy. At that moment, at that moment, I believe, The sound was magnified one million times. It was not the sound of the disciples screaming out. What was happening? The whole universe, the whole creation, realized that the creator is passing on a donkey. And at that moment, something happened. Jesus unveiled himself. And suddenly, the whole planets, the whole universe, the galaxies, the Milky Way, the rocks in the ground, the trees, they looked up and they said, Wow! This is our creator. And now they could see him with his glory, and the universe shaked out. The rocks in the ground start to yell and scream. And at that moment, they said, let your disciple be quiet. It's so noisy. He said, if I ask him to be quiet, the rocks in the ground would cry out. Let me tell you, they were already crying out. A friend shared with me six months ago that that was the latest discovery. And I looked into that. They just found a string energy in everything in the rocks. And it vibrates. So everything that's around us is life. And you can speak out. That's why when Jesus said, speak out to the mountain. Because this vibration comes out of the world through the ether. And listen to you and the mountain would, be, would come out from, from its place and be sank in the sea or the ocean. Because everything that we live in is through him. He's alive. Just remember, God did not bring a dead thing, call it a matter, and created things out of it. He brought everything, all the minerals is life. Everything that's surrounding us is life because it came out of him. And then, the words, through the ether, said, I will create the man on my image. And the man... Made a mistake. When he wanted to eat from the, the tree of, of truth. He thought he going to be like his image. You are already like his image. But he thought he going to be like his image. Like God's image. I don't know what he was thinking, Adam and Eve. So strange. When Satan, Lucifer want to be like God's image, this is different because God did not create Lucifer into God's image. But when God created man into his image, he wanted man to be in his image. and That was a very strange thing. Lucifer... That wanting to be like God's image, and he could not. He said, I could not leave the man into his image, God's image. The jealousy, the thing he said, I could not leave the man into God's image. And that was the mistake. That was the sin. That was the the move out. And God said... What does it take to bring man back to my image? What does it take? I created the man on my image, and he lost it. What does it take to bring him back to my image? What does it take? Even if it takes my whole kingdom... Everything in heaven, I'm going to do it. And the idea so many times we think, so many times we think that the wage of sin is God becomes flesh and die on the cross to save us from sin. But I think it's way much deeper. In order for God to do anything in heaven... To bring the man back to his image. He said, I will give everything in heaven. I will give everything in my kingdom. The most precious thing in my kingdom. What is it? My son? I will make him in his image. So he can bring the man back to my image. it wasn't on God's heart to bring us back to his image, I think he will find other ways to save us. He will do the sacrifice with lambs, with things. I don't know. He would find a way. But his ultimate goal is we will be brought back to his image. And what does it cost? It costs the Son to become in our image. so we can be back to his image. That's beautiful. When I think about God, that he wants me to be in his image, I love him more than anything else. And I decide to be with him forever. I used, to, I used to think that God loves me so much that he died on the cross to save me. I said, wow, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, because you saved me. And I will live in the paradise or heaven and I will enjoy not to go to hell because I will be in a better place in heaven. Not in hell, in heaven. You died on the cross, so I'm not perishing in the fire. I will be living in a nice castle in heaven with beautiful trees and nice fruits and lovely place and nice smell and the flowers and the trees and I will see my beloveds. But now, when I realized that God's ultimate goal is not to bring me to heaven. It's to rebirth me to be in his image. To be like him. And in order to do that, God gave up Everything took out everything and become a man like me, and died on the cross. He become Jesus on the cross to restore back me looking like him. Now I don't want to live in heaven. In a nice castle with lots of things. I just want to hug him <laughs> forever and ever and just look at him, look at his beautiful blazing fire eyes, and staring in him and say, That's what I want. I want you. I don't care about hell, I don't care about heaven. Does it matter for me to be barbecued in hell or to be in a nice place in heaven? This does not matter anymore. What matters is him. I just want to touch him. Be with him. The one that gave up everything in order to bring me to his image. It's far beyond thinking of saving me from the fire. Ah, oh, you're grounding. Oh, Let me give you my hand. Oh, you're saved. What did he do on the cross? Far beyond taking me out of the water before I drown or from the fire before I be barbecued and burned to ashes. What did he do? He brought me to be in His image. Me in His image. You in His image. He's beautiful. He's beautiful. I've been living through this for the last six months. And I'm just dwelling on this more and more and more and more. And I just want to encourage you. I start to claim, I start to claim the authority that God gave us. And I start to claim it. God created me according to his image, and we have the authority. And what we speak in the ether, it's gonna come alive because what God spoke in the ether in the air came alive. The word that God created, He created everything out of His word, and we have the authority through him to create things out of the words. So I start claim it and claim it and claim it and claim it and say it and say it and guess what? Now we have we grew up from 2013 from 60 students now we have 510 students in the school. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And let me encourage you with something Beautiful. Barbara was a teacher in our school. And Barbara remembers that we have, an internal, we have an international examination that comes from England. We belong to England in the examination. They have the headquarters. And they oversee 240 countries around the world. The biggest, the biggest international system in the global. And we set for that exam. And one month ago, 27 students sat for that exam. And the result came that we have achieved the highest grades in the country of Jordan. (laughs) And that was amazing, amazing, amazing to see. This is what we want to reflect Jesus. We want to reflect Jesus in his beauty, in his glory. We said, the school is for him. And we're going to see this more and more and more. More of his glory. One of the kids got to be ranked in Jordan, the number one in physics, in in science, math, and English. The top, the top. He just got the 100% in our school. And this is my son, George. He was one of the kids. (laughs) Wow. That, thank you. That's brought so much joy to us. To see God glorified in Zarka, Jordan. I was, I was asked to uh, invite it to one of the big officials that they brought the ambassadors, all the ambassadors of Jordan and the ministers in Jordan. And I was in that meeting. And the minister of education when he saw me with my wife, he came and he shook hands with me and he said, Congratulations, you got an amazing result, the highest result in Jordan. We are proud of you. We are proud of what you're doing in that small city of Zarqa. <laughs> Isn't this God? Isn't this great? Um. <laughs> I'll share another story. Daniel, Daniel was led out to Babylon. Maybe when he was 15, 14 years old, 16 years old. I'm going to leave you to think with, this, with, with what Daniel did. Because the seed that Daniel placed in Babylon and in the Persians still growing, and it's going to bloom very soon. You're going to hear a big revival. And I believe it will shock everyone. The Persians and the Babylons will be the blessing for the nation of Israel. Will be the blessing for the Christian community. They will build the temple of God, they're gonna build the church of God everywhere. And this is what the word the Lord has been telling me. And because it's unacceptable for our human being, I know this is God. <laughs> <laughs> it's unacceptable. We don't believe it. We don't it's it's the far beyond or what we can expect. But let me share with you something It's a true story of a boy. His name is Daniel. They led him as a captive from Israel to Babylon. On his way out, his mom maybe told him, Daniel, remember your nation. Don't forsake your nation. Remember... Jehovah, Daniel, maybe I would never see you again. Be blessed with Jehovah. Adonai be with you. Don't forsake us. And Daniel had a vision. And his vision was, I'm going to change the empire of Babylon. He took this vision inside him and took the blessing of his mom and said, I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to change the nations. Not the nation, the nations. His call was far beyond my imagination. I've been teaching about Daniel for the last three months in our church. And the more that I dwell and think what Daniel was doing, it's scary. In my way, I think he did 10 times greater than Moses did or Elijah. Daniel was led as a slave to Babylon while he could see himself as a king of Babylon. It's not about what people would tell us who you are. It's what you would claim who you are. Daniel was saying, I'm the king of Babylon. I'm the king. I'm the emperor of Babylon. And he was. He did. He achieved it. I'll tell you how. When Daniel was led, and Nabuchad Nasser. That's his name in Hebrew, Nabuchad Nasser. That's his name in Arabic as well. Nabuchad Nasser, which we call him in English, Nabuchad Nasser. What's Nabuchad Nasser? Nabuchad Nasser. So Nabuchad Nasser was about to kill everyone, and Daniel said, Stop. I can tell Him? What's the dream? Hmm? And I can interpret that dream. Something about Daniel. Remember, nowadays people is doing Daniel fasting because it's healthy. It's cleansing. You know, Daniel fasting, Daniel diet. When when I looked into that, it's not healthy. It has no protein. He's trying to eat the protein of, uh, of the beans, right? But because, what, what made him healthy? In 10 days, impossible in 10 days to, to have the, this result. Sorry to say that. Try to do it for 10 days. You would not look like Daniel in 10 days. What Daniel did, he spoke the words. He said, Watch us for 10 days. We'll be healthier than anyone. And it's not about, this is what I believe, it's not about the food diet that he did. It's about the word that he created. It's about the word that he said it in the ether. We'll be healthier than anyone. And they were healthier in 10 days than anyone. And Daniel was using the words. And his friends, Chadrach, Meshach, and Abed Nago, they were using the words. Something very weird. When he, dis- when he interpreted the dreams, Nabuchad Nassar was so happy and he said to them, go rule my cities. And he gave them a big boost up. But Daniel did not go. This is very strange. He didn't go out of the castle. He remained next to Nabuchad Nasser. His vision was not to rule a city. His vision was to rule the empire. He wanted to rule the kingdom of Babylon. The greatest kingdom that existed in that history. When God said... For Nebuchadnezzar, you are the head, the head made of gold. You're the king of kings over the whole nation. At that moment, he had the authority over the whole nation. That was the greatest empire existed at that time. Because after that, after the head, it comes the chest, which is the, the Persians, which is a lower, a second smaller kingdom but the first overwhelming taking kingdom was the Babylon and Daniel said no I'm gonna stay next to Nabuchad Nasser because my mom told me don't forsake my people be blessing to our nation Restore seeds, a favor for our nation. And you can see the story how Nabuchat Nasser went into three times, and then at the third case, while Daniel was next to him, he claimed, God, Jehovah, is God over my whole empire. Then, Darius, when he threw Daniel in the lion den with so much hurt. And Daniel came up live. Darius said, everyone in my whole kingdom, my whole empire, worship Jehovah. And let me tell you, that was 600 years BC. 450 years BC, which is 150 years after that. That same empire... Gave up wealth, trees, silver, gold army, to rebuild Jerusalem. Right? I don't know if you see that. But Daniel planted the seeds of blessings so the nation will bless the kingdom. And that's why I see the seeds that Daniel planted in that kingdom... The Babylon and the Persians. It's going to come alive soon. And you're going to hear millions of people coming to Christ and blessing his kingdom. Thank you. Yes. There is a seed. There is a seed. And I know it sounds so awkward, unbelievable in the news. This will be completely the opposite. But let me tell you, when God accepts the news, God always loves the challenging things. That's him. He loves to challenge things, right? Because he's God. He's God. He loves to change things. He loves to change nations. And when people, they told me, you are crazy. You are crazy. You want to plant three million trees in Zarka, which is a desert. And you said you're going to turn Zarka to a green land with three million trees. You're crazy. You said you're going to change the environment and you're going to bring the rain. I said, yes. (laughs) I said, yes. I claim it. I'm on God's image. And he spoke it. And create things out of his words. And we spoke it as a church. We spoke it as a believer. We, you can speak things to existence. And you can change nation. And that is my heart. We're going to bring Zerka to the kingdom. Yes. In the last six months, I was praying and praying and praying. We want to meet somebody from the royal family and to tell them about our vision. That we as American Academy, we want to change the nation. We want to make a difference. We want to change Zarka. And it was a big desire in us. And then as, as I start to pass any street and I see the picture of the king, King Abdullah, I love him. So while I'm in the car alone, I always like put my hand and bless him and and I truly say, Jesus, I love him. I love this man. I love our king. And I honor him. And I have a desire to meet him. And I have a desire that he would know that we love Zarka, one of his cities, and we want to change it. Zarka is. Barbara knows. Is 1.5 million people lives in Zarka. Um, it's full of garbage. People just throw garbage from the windows, um, from from the windows of the cars, and from the windows of the building. They just open the window sometimes because they don't want to go down the stairs. Just they they tie they tie it in a grocery grocery bag, not a garbage bag, grocery bag. And Barbara's seen garbage everywhere, right? <laughs> and she, to, she was like saying, oh, it's so strange. What about the garbage? Why there's garbage everywhere? <laughs> Why there's garbage everywhere? So it's a desert. There is garbage everywhere. There is no is zero playgrounds. No playgrounds at all. And kids play soccer in the street. They put f- four... Like two stones here, two stones there, and they play soccer in the street. So cars has to pass between them. But you can imagine what I'm talking about, and we have desire to change Zarqa to be the most beautiful city. So what happened? Um, two months ago, three months ago, somebody donated for us a grand piano to the school. Forty thousand U.S. dollar grand piano. Wow. What we felt is we want to, instead of keeping the grand piano in our music hall, that we have a music program, we'll donate this piano to the city. And we did. When the princess of Jordan, the wife of the king's brother, heard what did we do? She said, I'm going to come to celebrate this donation. It will be under my endorsement. And we said, like, it's coming. This is real, the royal family. We live in, we live in their backyard. This is royal family they own. Like, this is Zarqa, this is Amman, this is another city, Salt. So in between the cities, they own the country. It's, the countries belong to the royal family. The father was the king. The son, his grandson, will be the king. And, and they own the, the properties. They own the country. It's not like a president. So it's different. The king, Our king has the authority to change the constitution. He can stop the government. He changed governments. Take a government, put another government, take prime minister. Put. He has the full authority over the country. It's like Jesus. He's the king. He has the final call. So she heard that what we did, and because she was so happy, she came and she said, I'm coming to do the celebration of donat- donating the piano to mm-hmm. the city. And she did come. And me and my wife, Nadia, you're going to see the video, it's three minutes. We, we walked her into, into the special office before to do the music concert. We do a music concert. We brought uh, musicians from Juilliard. Wow, it was unbelievable. And she said, I can't believe what I'm hearing about your school. And I told her, we have a vision to plant three million trees. We have a vision to change Zarka. We have a vision to do recycle plan. We love the city. We want to overtake the city. And she said, I'm proud of what you're doing. During the concert, she looked at me and she said, this is unbelievable. This is the finest music maybe I ever heard in my life. This is unbelievable. One of the Juilliard teachers, she's living in, in, this, in Zarka for 10 years. Our vision, or her vision, or our vision, is to start the best music program and to have the best concert in the entire Middle East, the number one, <laughs> wow. and we had the chance. You're going to see we have the chance, and we sh- I shared this over the whole audience. Um, let me let me show you the video before I get into something else. Yeah, I know the kids will be coming soon. So let me show you this video of the celebration. This, this is the white one. Is uh, the the princess, the white dress? Yes, the white. بيانو بالنوعية هاد و بالحجم هاد لما سألت عليه بعمان حكولي حقه أربعين ألف دينار قلت هاد القرانت بيانو إشي إحنا منحلم فيه يكون في مدرستنا لكن شفنا إنه نتبرع فيه من مدرستنا لما حافظت حتى الكل يقدر يجي ويعزف عليه ويستمتع فيه شكرا (تصفيق) هذا هو الرمز اللي احنا منعلم اولادنا حب مدينتك اولا I'm, I'm going to cut my... Thank you. <laughs> thank you. What, what did I say in Arabic? I said, when we got the grand piano, it was our dream to have a grand piano in our music hall in the school. But I said, this is what we teach our students. To give. The whole school is built on biblical values. To give and to love the city, to love the people, so that's our main core, the core values of our school. So we want to teach everyone, including us, how to be giver for the city, how to own, how to uh, to honor, to have an honor for our city and to honor our city. So we donated this piano for the city center, and that's why everyone claps that when we said we love Zarka. And I said we want our students to love their city and to have an ownership of the city. And let me I was going to say something quickly about let me just share this quickly and then I will move to the core of, to the core message or the, the things that the God gave me for this church. What I was going to say before, if you remember the story, David, Daniel and David are my favorites. David, when he went to meet with Juliet, the great Gilead, what do you call him in English? Goliath, Goliath, in Arabic, Juliet. So David, he's going to meet Goliath david did david was in the presence of god he becomes in god's image when you become in his presence you becomes in god's image as a child or as a young boy he was like 15 16 17 18 as a young boy he didn't see himself as a boy he saw himself as a king When you are in God's presence, when the glory of God surrounds you, you see yourself as a king. You see yourself as who he is. And when you're out of his presence, like Saul, Saul was the king, and he saw himself as a slave. He was out of God's presence. The Bible says that Saul... He was a mighty warrior, and from his shoulder, he was taller than anyone in his kingdom. <laughs> so he was strong and powerful. When Saul saw Gilead, he was afraid and he was shaking and he was so. Worried, and he did not even go to challenge Juliet. Right? The king saw himself as a slave when he's out of God's presence. And the boy saw himself as a king when he's in God's presence. And let me tell you. When he went to challenge Goliath, he took five stones... And a chaff stick. Read this through. I will just let you do it at home. Samuel 17. Because he was under the glory of God, he saw himself a king. He claimed himself a king. What did he say? He said, He said to Saul, I have killed a lion and a bear with my own hands. Right? He saw himself as a king. He has the... He saw the authority over him. He was not ashamed to say, I cannot do it. He knew who he is. He's in God's image. You know what I mean? I'm just coming back again and again and again to God created us to be in his image. Even though, how do we look? He was, the Bible says, he looks cute. Nice. The the Hebrew word was cute. Lovely. (laughs) With beautiful hair and beautiful eyes. But he saw himself stronger than a lion and a bear with his two hands. I'm 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 really um, embarrassed to, sh- to share this story, but let me just share this quickly. Um, last week, it's embarrassing, but I never done this before. I never went camping before, so so last week I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and um, two uh, two couples, uh, Mike and Jessica, they're planning to come for one year in Jordan, and so I went to visit them. And Mike said, I have a surprise. Me and you, we're going to go out camping. And I said, Yeah! Camping. I have no idea what this camping is. <laughs> so I said, Yeah! So he said, It's a surprise. So I told him, What to get? He said, Toothbrush and toothpaste. Uh, so there is like no showers, nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I took the toothbrush. And he said, Get something warm. But like, I, I was coming, did have that warm. I have this nice. Thin jacket, so I, I brought that. I, I, have no, I, I didn't expect anything, so I was like, it's a surprise. So I we went, and on the way, we stopped by, I think it's called uh, Walmart. <laughs> so I, I, saw, I saw this 70, that was on sale, blouse with, for $70, and has Superman, it looks nice. I said, should I get this? He said, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay, don't worry about it. We have a sleeping bag. So I said, okay, I didn't get it. So after that, we drove like for two hours into nowhere. Went to a place called Sparrow Hawk. It's on the Illinois uh, uh, Illinois River. So went there. It was beautiful. It was like five. uh, No, it was four in in the afternoon. Three, four. Beautiful. I was with my shorts. My T-shirts and beautiful went fishing. So we start to throw, and they never catch anything. So I told them, "What is this?" They said, "Throw it." And that's the river. But that's not the story. It was beautiful, nice, everything. We're out of nowhere. There's trees. The car is here, and the tent. We we just open a tent out of small thing that. And the small thing that's called sleeping bag. I said, "This is a sleeping bag." I said, "Yes." He said, "Don't worry, it's warm." So. I, I never, I didn't, and I don't know what was coming. I don't know what was coming. I just have to know. I'm embarrassed to say that, but, and then. I I told him, uh, have you done this before? He said, yes, yes. So I felt a little bit relaxed because we're out in nowhere. <laughs> and then. He started the fire. Some people were camping, so there was some wood left. So he started fire. At five in the evening, it started to get cold, and I was embarrassed to tell him. So I stood next to the fire at six started to be colder. the temperature drops i don 't know what happened i don 't know what happened. It drops from, from it was like about seventy and drops to about fifty. and then I started to be cold, so I started to come closer. Even there is a smoke coming into my eyes, I didn't care. And I was looking around. That day, at six in the evening, the sun sets. It was beautiful, but then the sky was so clear. In physics, I know when the sky is so clear, there is no green effect to keep the heat. So it gets colder at night. So I start to pray silently <laughs> Lord help. And then it was seven. I start to see the galaxies. The seventh <laughs> over there. I told him, it's beautiful. And I start to feel cold. I told him, what's the temperature? He said, "Um, it's, it's about 40, 45, 45. And I said, um, I'm feeling cold. I said, "Ah, I have my uh, pullover. Put it on. It's made of cotton. And you have to know, cotton does not keep heat. So I put it on. And then, I don't know what happened. It was clear sky. But then, what do you call it, um, messed, messed, like you can feel, you can feel things wet, I look at the, <laughs> I look at the tent, and there's like something, oh, is it messed, this is you call it mess, it starts to get colder, and I start to tell him, Mike, it's a little bit cold, he said, Ah, oh, it's okay, this is camping. <laughs> I start to do th- my problem is um, I have lots of imagination this is me, I don't know, I just picture things so I start to picture what's going to be at 10 at night <laughs> and I don't know why I start is it because I'm thinking or is it because start cold but my face was hot my back started to be so cold so I start to do this five minutes like this Like this, and then I blew it. I told him that was at eight. Mike, let's go home. (laughs) He said we are two hours away. Come on, don't worry. I said, and while talking, I was shivering. Said what's the temperature? He said it's around forty. Said for how 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 much is gonna drop more? He said not much, not much. I freaked out. I did not cry. I was like strong. I I have nothing. I have nothing around me except I was praying. I said, Jesus help. Can you send heat wave? <laughs> and then at 8 30, I was I was really, really like this. Having this. Even though I'm I'm heated from here, my back is cold, I will do this. And then I froze from my face, and things getting wet. My hair started to get, I don't know why, but something happened in the atmosphere. I told him, I cannot hold it. He said, ah, you're cold. I said, yes. He said, come in the sleeping bag. Sleeping bag, this is good. It's like, it's really good. So he opened it. I went inside the tent, and I put my, uh, my pyjama quick while I was freezing, and he said, go into the sleeping bag. Do you have socks? He said, yes. So I put socks and second pair. <laughs> uh, 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 any pairs that I put. I put many pairs. I went in the sleeping bag. I was shivering. And I start to pray. And then suddenly, it started to heat up. And then I said, okay, I might survive now. <laughs> but, but then everything started to be dark. He went into the sleeping bag. It was about nine. And I said, I'm not going to ask this question. I'm not because I know if I, if I claim it, it might happen. So I have to keep my faith. But I was challenged. Do I ask or not? Do I ask or not? Do I ask or not? Lord, please help me. Do I ask? And then I did a mistake. I told him, may, may I ask you, is there bears here? <laughs> and he said, yeah, don't worry. Sometimes they don't attack. You have to be careful of this kind of bear. This one attacked. And if there is a bear with, with uh, he called the name, babies, cuddles, yeah, then be careful. Don't run from a bear. And, and he said, yeah, this is not the issue. The issue usually is with the coyotes. <laughs> I said, what's coyotes? It's like, like a wolf. And they said, how do this sound? They said they do like, uh, not like a dog, like, woo. <laughs> And that night, it was one week ago. Just remember, there was no moon. One week ago, no moon. It was completely dark. 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 So, and I told him, okay, thank you. And he slept. I don't know why he slept. In 15 minutes, I was talking to him, and he slept. And he could see, this is so dark. And I start to pray. Lord. It's over with the with the with the cool, but now what's about the wild animals? So I was really start to be afraid, and then after half an hour, my mobile rang. It was Stephen, my uh, my friend. He's visiting in the states. One of the teachers, and I so happy. Stephen, he said yes because there is no one to speak to. I'm so alone. This is out. So I told him, Stephen, I said, yes. I told him, I'm camping. He said, yeah, right. You're experiencing the camping. (laughs) I said, yes. But please pray. um, Pray that, um, I don't know if there's any bears here, or like pray that nothing would happen. And I was so serious. I was so serious. And he said, no, Nabil, don't worry. David, he killed a bear and a lion. (laughs) So, because I was hopeless, I caught on that. And that's why I told you I, I like David. I caught on that. I said, yes! And, Lord, give me the spirit of David. And then he prayed. He said, let me pray for you. And he prayed, Lord, send a bear. Let him experience the joy. Let something happen to him. And, and he closed the phone. And then I started to say, Lord, no. Lord, no, no, no. Hello. And, and then I was in my semi bag. And I started to imagine David killing the bear. And I said, like, how he would kill him? Like, he put his hands and... He, but David, no, And he must use something, rocks. What did he use? So I started to look around, and I saw my toothbrush. So I grabbed my toothbrush and said... I know it's embarrassing, but this you, you need anything to hold on. I said, "With my toothbrush and the name of Jesus, I'm going to kill a bear." And so I start to imagine it should be from that corner, and where I should head the bear in his neck or his eye, because it's <laughs> and then... And I start to... I want to sleep. And then, I think I fall asleep. After 10 minutes, I hear dogs. And they were doing like... Wah, 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 wah. I said, yeah, they are dogs. At 11, I heard the dogs. And I kept saying, this is dogs, not coyotes. And at... 11.30, they start to do, oh, then I start to pray again. Lord, what's happening? And I looked, my, my sleeping bag was close to the tent. So I said, if they grab, they will they will cut open. So I start to move the sleeping bag <laughs> at 12, 12.30, 1, 1 in the morning, <laughs> 2 in the morning, 2.30, 3.00. And they never stopped. They never stopped all through the night. All through the night. At 5.30, I could see there is some light in the tent. Of course, I was freezing my face. And I was doing the, yeah, the sleeping bag. You leave some air like this. At 5.30, Mike, it's it's, it's light. Wake up. (laughs) So he said, I had beautiful night. I slept so good. I <laughs> looked at them.) <laughs> so <laughs> sorry. Yeah, they're going to bring the kids? Yeah. So let me <laughs> at, He told me, "Come up, come out and see." And I saw the most beautiful scene I ever seen. I saw the mist, like a cloud, touching the river. It was calm river. And I think that was the moment of creation. I took maybe 1,000 pictures. I spent four or five hours in the day enjoying what I've seen. Unbelievable. For five hours, four hours, I experienced the joy of his presence. The beauty that surrounds me. You have a beautiful country. Enjoy it. God is in everywhere. Enjoy his beauty. Everything that he created around us is marvelous. When the mist was touching the water, it was unbelievable. Quiet, quiet. Can, it was moving above the water. It was like the Holy Spirit recreating the earth one more time. In that moment, and then the sun started to shine through the mist and start to disappear. Mm. It was beautiful. Let me close up with this story. This is the biblical value that we are doing in the school. I'm sorry. am sorry. Took the, um, my son Mark, he's in the pictures, um, he loves people. And um, we, we had an open interview. <coughs> uh, in our school, there was like 40,000 people listening live. And the man was coming around. And he went into one of the classrooms. And it was English. And Hope was teaching, what do you like about yourself? And the man asked him, what do you like about yourself? And he said in front of 40,000 audience, he Mark he said, "I like that i 'm Christian and I love Jesus, and that was beautiful, that was beautiful so so um, I want to tell you i 'm going to leave this word with you blazing fire, blazing fire Jesus when 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 uh, John saw him, he saw all his beauty, his legs, his hands, everything about him. You see in um, Revelation 1, and one thing about his eyes, the blazing fire. And then he spoke to the seven churches, but each church, he gave them one spot of him. Some his hands, some his planets. But he came to the church of Thyatira in Arabic Thayeria. And he said, this is who is speaking to you, the one with the blazing fire. What Jesus was doing, he was giving out part of him to this church, part of him to this church. Because we are created like him. And he wants the whole thing about his creation is us to be like him. So what he was doing, he was reflecting his beauty on each church. One of the churches, he reflected the beauty of the blazing fire. He has so much love, and he said to your church, I admire your love. So he reflects the love. And every time I come to this church, there is one thing about you, that you are full of love. I can see it with your eyes. I can see it with the spirits here. You've been, the blazing fire was over and over and over and over and over heard that you become a blazing fire. It's the word that's creating this ether. In the whole state, I'm never loved as much as I'm loved here. It's who you are. This is your identity. you took the part of Jesus, which is the most beautiful thing, his love. Your eyes are blazing fire. And this is what I want to encourage you with. This this is who you are. Finishing up with this story. Marky love watches. And that's why I'm proud of what God is doing at the American Academy. So, we got him a watch in easter we got george he put it in the closet danny he put it um i think he lost it the 5 years old mark he held on that watch and he took shower with it he slept with it he he held it everywhere it was his all the time holding his watch we went for a summer vacation i think he lost it last month it was his birthday and Somebody gave him a watch. He was so happy about it. He just grabbed this watch and was so happy about it. He never put it on, but he put it on the shelf. This is Mark. I know that he loves watches. Everyone knows that he loves watches. Nadia was passing about two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, and she saw Mark wrapping his watch as a gift. He's 10 years old. She told him, Mark, what are you doing? He said, "Ah, I want to give this... As a gift. It's nice, but, but strange. Mark, who are you going to give this as a gift? He said, to Yahya. So Nadia recalled. This year, a mother came to register a new child in fifth grade. His name is Yahya. And the mother starts weeping and crying. And she said, I have a problem. My son, he has depression I moved to schools. His depression, he doesn't know how to make friends. He's a depressed child. He's a sad child. I don't know what to do with him. He doesn't know how to make friends. She said, don't worry. We have good teachers. We have a good counselor. His name is Ann. We have nice people around. The students are good. They're not bullying. And then she remembered that. She said, who's Yahya? He said, the new kid in our school. He doesn't have friends, and me and my friends, we decide to become his friends, and we want to celebrate tomorrow his first friendship by giving him our best gifts. And guess what? Next day, during the break. Yahya ran to mary and he said, Mary-Anne, Mary-Anne. That's his first time ever smiled in his life. Look, Mary-Anne, Mary-Anne, guess what? I have friends, I have friends now. And look, all these gifts that they gave me. That is 10-year-old kids decide to do this at the American Academy. During the break, they play soccer. Yahya does not know how to play soccer. So fifth grade, we're fighting. They want Yahya on their team. Thank you. I shared this story in Virginia. And my friend, he's a professor at Liberty. He said, listen, God does not... God always finishes the story in a beautiful way. So he told me, I told him, yes, what? He said, sit next to me. And through Amazon, he ordered $900 watch. He said, give this to Mark and tell him he's a special kid and he is rewarded from his uncle, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> when we give, God gives us. Ten times more. Pressed down, shaken, overflow. Thank you for giving me this time. And God bless you.
0: Would uh, you would stay and pray something over us? play and pray something. I asked... I asked uh, Nabil if he would just pray over us. And uh, specifically, I mean, there's so much he just imparted. um, But specifically, I think one of the keys about seeing ourselves as kings and queens, what would that look like if we saw ourselves as we really are and then made declarations as such? So I don't know how you want to pray that over us, but would you do that? Just pray that we get that. Holy Spirit, help us get that.
1: Yes. Yes. Can Can I ask you all to stand up? We're in, in the Bay Area. I want you to claim that you're king over the pra- Bay Area, and you bring this place to the kingdom in this coming year. You bring it to the kingdom. The Bible says everything you stand, you step on, it's for you. Everything you would look at, it's for you. Everything you will claim, it is for you you have so much love and let me tell you the bible says love is the ultimate 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 power ultimate power there is many 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 gifts many authorities many powerful things like elijah like david like but the ultimate power the un it's like a fire is the love and the blazing fire is over you your love your love will shine to the people around you. You will win them with your love. Just raise your hand to the people around you. Raise your hand to the people around you. And let your blazing fire, let your fire fill up the Bay Area. Fill up the Bay Area. Fill up the surrounding. Your neighbors, your neighbors, your neighbors. You're filling your neighbors with your love. You're your filling your... Relatives with your love. You're filling the people that you work with. Your colleagues with your love. This is the most powerful thing ever. Everything would demolished except the love. Except the blazing fire. More of blazing fire over you. More of blazing fire over you. More of blazing fire. More love. More love. More love. More love that will burn. That will burn Everything out to his glory will bring the Bay Area as a living sacrifice to his glory. The blazing fire will bring the whole area, burn it, burn it as a living sacrifice to him. More, more of love, more love, more love, more love, more love, more love, more love. This is the most... This is the heart of the heart of the heart of the heart of the holy of holies. is love. The depth, the center of the holy of holies, not the the yard outside, not the holies, but inside the holy of holies, the center, the core is love. And you have it. This church is anointed with love. This church is anointed with love. This church is anointed with love. This is who Jesus is. This is who Jesus is. You're just... You're taking more of him. He's over you. From head to toe. From head to toe. From head to toe. His love surrounds you. His blazing fire shines on you. And your blazing fire is shining back on him. Your eyes like blazing fire right now. You're reflecting who he is. You're becoming his image. You're becoming his image. You're becoming his image. image. You're becoming his image. You're becoming his image. You have the most beautiful eyes. You have the most beautiful eyes. And God is telling me, in these coming weeks, people will tell you there's something about your eyes. (laughs) There is something beautiful about your eyes. You're going to win. You're going to win thousands of people through your eyes. Light, fire, fire. Love would shine through your eyes, and to make this, because that's what that's what God was telling me for the last two days about you. I want you to put your hands on your eyes, and you'll get the anointing, anointing of Jesus. Jesus' eyes will be upon you as you leave. As you lift your hands, the eyes of Jesus. Will be in you. The most beautiful eyes ever in the whole universe, you will have it. The most shining eyes in the whole universe, you will have it. You would look like Jesus with his love. You will shine, you radiate love. To everyone around you. And they will come and ask you. What's about you? What's about you? More. More. Be anointed. Be anointed with his love. Be anointed with his love. Be anointed with his love. As Daniel. Won. The whole empire. Of Babylon. To Jehovah. So you will win. California to Jesus. You gonna make a difference in United States of America for him. God would use you in a mighty way and claim it. Claim it as Daniel, as Daniel was praying, the entire Babylon will come and serve our people so the entire us will come and serve the kingdom of god and that will be through you don't underestimate yourself you kill a lion and a bear with your bare hands amen yes. you kill a lion and a bear with a tooth pay, toothbrush <laughs> yes Amen. God bless you.
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So I think um, we've kind of gone a while tonight. I, I think it's just, this is just one of those good nights to kind of mingle and enjoy each other and, and uh, I, I think I'm going to give the prayer teams a night off because we just got saturated with so much. One thing I love about this guy, he's a, he's a kid. I wish he could impart to us his childlikeness because that's what he is. Like he just hears things and he believes it and he starts to try it out and do the kingdom and it works. So I just give you that same blessing of childlikeness to actually believe what the Lord says and go do it and be the light and be the salt, be the love. In Jesus' name, amen.